As you know, the world is trying to grapple with the coronavirus pandemic at the moment and many of us are in lockdown. Stay safe and look after each other. <sighs> it's been a big day for the podcast. Go presents your daily dose of news, entertainment and all things internet. Hey, it's Kate, Mel and Hayden and it's been a big day for life after lockdown because we're finally seeing that little light at the end of this COVID-shaped tunnel. So this week, the Australian government announced that pubs and clubs, as well as restaurants and cafes in certain states across the country would be reopening, but must adhere to strict social distancing rules. Um, so it's one of many COVID-19 restrictions that have been eased in recent weeks. Uh, last week, Scott Morrison announced a three-step framework to continue Australia's return to normal life. And just in New South Wales, we've already seen restrictions lift on visiting households, outdoor recreational activities. You can have a funeral with more than 10 people or is it 10 people now or whatever? So things are changing. The times are changing. I, it's so, I can't believe it. I literally Me cannot neither. believe it. I mean, who would have thought a time where you would get excited that you could invite 10 people to your wedding? I know. it's. <laughs> I, I like the idea of picturing a club where people are adhering to social distancing. <laughs> like, I simply can't see it, but I'm excited to, to give it a go. <laughs> My question is, like, the whole 10 people um, at a pub or a club thing, like, is it worth it? Um, because obviously... Um, the government has stated that the pubs and clubs can open, but they can only serve 10 customers at any given time. Um, and in pubs specifically, the bars are closed and the gaming is closed, but you can get table service of alcohol if you order food. So it's essentially like the same as a restaurant. And Gladys was yeah. very particular. She was like, just mm. only ha like have the same person serving the table. She's like, don't have yeah. like rotating staff. And she keeps saying, sorry, I say Gladys like I know her, like just my <laughs> mate Gladys. My BFF Gladys, like we go way back. <laughs> she she keeps saying these things, like even if you go out to the pub, treat the the seriousness of this as if you have the virus or mm. someone who has been there has the virus. Doesn't okay. matter how great the venue is at cleaning, you have to be super vigilant for yourself. So she's like, yeah. clean everything down yourself, like wipe stuff down. And I mean, we probably should do that. Like I've been, you know, the pubs are notoriously sticky, aren't they? They've got a Especially generally sticky, like a good old fashioned classic pub, which is my favourite. I like the old school ones. They're quite sticky just in general. Yeah. Um, but my question as well is like, you know, is that viable for some venues? Because the cost of opening up, having to pay your kitchen staff, having to pay wait staff and make sure that, you know, they are individually seeing tables. If you're a larger venue, you might have to pay for security to make sure you're, you know, only 10 people are going in. Um, you know, that to some pubs, it might not be worth it. But then on the other, other side of the coin, it's costing a lot of places to stay closed. It's, it's mm. always going to be the easing is always going to be, was always going to be the trickiest yeah. part of this, which see, it sounds weird because you're like, surely, oh, we do this lockdown, that's it, we're done. It was never going to happen like no. that. There's, it's <laughs> yeah. the actual end point of this if we look back in history, it's actually really tricky. There's there's no, like, finite end of a pandemic. It kind of almost fizzles out. Um, so this is going to take a really long time. And these are all sort of mini tests. Like, um, Gladys Berejiklian has already said she's very nervous about this weekend because she's like, mm. we just don't know how this is going to play out. And if it does cause another another flare-up, they will have to close the pubs again, which would make things even worse. Uh, 
And people sort of have to realize that because, you know, while it's different within the states of Australia, Australia is in a much better place than a lot of the countries around the world. So we really are going to see the effects of, um, you know, coronavirus for many years to come, mm. um, especially because of like the, the situations in, you know, England and America and just how se severe the pandemic is there. Um, if you were thinking that you were potentially going to, you know, hop on a, a plane overseas and, and travel internationally, Nationally, in the in the coming few months, sadly, we've got some bad news because it looks like we won't be able to do any overseas travel f until 2023. I can say, like, there's lots of beautiful places in Australia mm. to visit, and if we get our bubble, yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, if we get our bubble with New Zealand, New Zealand's fabulous. Like, I think it's like a perfect time really for us to all make the most of regional travel. Like we need to pump money back into our own economy and, and support Australian businesses as they start to return to normal. I want to ask you guys, mm. are either of you like a little bit worried or are you guys feeling a little bit anxious about the, um, the, the laws being lifted this weekend? Because yes. I'm feeling a little bit stressed that we're potentially lifting the laws a little bit too soon, but I understand that there are plenty of of people who are like really needing these laws to be lifted for their businesses to keep running and you know to, to make sure their livelihood is the same I actually called my trivia mate so I normally go to the tri tri pub trivia every Tuesday and I really miss it like I actually miss seeing my friends and and the camaraderie yeah. of everyone in the room and it's just a, it's just a nice catch up but um, the week before official lockdown or like sort of working from home I actually texted them and said I don't feel comfortable like I, those mm. surfaces we know are not cleaned very often. Um, it's just, it's too dangerous. It was making me feel very anxious. Um, yeah. And I sort of like, so I, I think now on the other side of it, I think if we're all vigilant and we're all doing the right thing, it could work. My big fear mm -hmm. is that all it's going to take is a handful of, of really selfish people who are going to fuck it up for everyone. I think there's, there's yeah, that element of anxiety about getting the, the virus sort of, like, returning and, you know, that group of people who will, you know, infect us all or whatever. But I think there's also social anxiety... Um, having to go back to being super sociable again and there's a pressure. Yeah. Um, I think, I feel like for me, there's, I feel like a subconscious pressure that, to be very social um, and to see mm -hmm. all the people we haven't seen in, in all these months. And you know what? Like I get FOMO, but I also have a lot of JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. And I think that's something <laughs> that like Preach, Kate. is underrated in life like saying no to stuff and having a really really legitimate reason to just stay at home is like very satisfying and I and I do feel a little anxious about that going away. I fully I fully get you Kate because I feel like when the laws were lifted and we were allowed to visit like you know we were allowed to go to, over to someone's house as long as there mm. were like two people I felt this weird pressure that I had to go and see all of my friends who yeah. I want to keep as friends, and, like to see them in person, because it would sort of solidify that, you know, you are a friend that yeah. I like to keep in my life and we can hang out just the two one of us. Thing, one good thing about when the pubs fully like get back to, I don't want to say normal, but a bit more, bigger crowds or yeah. more people, Capacity. is that there mm. will be super fresh beer. So because <laughs> a lot of the beer has gone off, <laughs> So a lot of venues have had to throw it out. So already um, we put we had a story up on goat.com.au last week. 4.5 million 
liters of beer thrown out. So that's oh, wow. 25 million schooners chucked out. But there have been some clever ideas. So like um, this morning, Line, um, Line, one of the big breweries, was saying they're going to try and put turn some of their beer that has to be thrown away into biogas and see if that will work. Oh, cool. Um, oh, cool. That's so clever. It also reminds me of another um, really great campaign, which I heard about last week called Local Rain Check. Um, and basically it's um, this website where you can purchase purchase a rain check for like your local pub or restaurant or cafe. And the money you spend goes directly to the, like, the business owner. And then in return, you get a gift voucher that you can use once a lockdowns are lifted, like when you can go back in. Um, so oh, that's cool. That's isn't a cool that isn't it? Because it's like, you know, yeah. you're still getting something out of it, but they're getting the immediate cash flow that they need to keep afloat. This whole thing has sort of made us think about our local communities and mm. like where our money is going. And I, I, re- I wonder how long we're going to hold on to that. So I really hope down the track we keep that in the back of our minds of like yeah. however much or however little money you have, there is some power in that and that yeah. your decisions with how you spend it can impact people's lives in a good way. Yeah, and also how appreciative we are of just like our life that was before. I think like I wonder how long we'll be um, sort of not taking that for granted again. Like, you know, yeah. the uh, it's one of those things that you don't know what you've got until it's gone. It'll be random because obviously we're going to ease into it, right? So, like, I feel like as we go to the pub, little like little by little, we're going to appreciate, like, oh, this is slowly getting back to normal. It's getting back to normal. And then by the time it really does get back to normal, we're like, oh, we've kind of been doing this for a while, but we're glad that everything's back now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just a good sign. Like, clearly there's still a long way to go until, yeah, the life we once knew returns to normal. But at least we're slowly moving in the right direction. But the key is not to ruin it. We don't want to go backwards. So um, go and wash (laughs) your hands, keep your distance, support your local businesses, and we'll catch you back here for another big day. If you like what you heard, Goat's Podcast Library is growing. If you want to get amongst some more honest chats, check out Thinking Between the Thighs, the podcast that tackles Australia's most Google questions about sexual health. What are your thoughts? Head to goat.com.au and get involved on our socials. Insta, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day.